doing time, bootlegging in schools, egg carton learning, and opportunities to forge identities. Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Matt Faust Mashup. Welcome to the Matt Faust Mashup, Episode 9, The Real Lessons. I'm Matt Foster, your host, and I'm thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me here. Today, we're going back into a conversation I had with the inspirational Hal Bowman, and we're talking about the real lessons of school. Let's jump right into it. Right. A normal everyday kid is just doing time. What's yeah. it going to take to get out of here? Time. Doing time. Grinding. And uh, I think a lot about the time we put in and, and why we still do time. Mm-hmm. Why is school built around time? Why, no, why is it not built around skills achieved? Yeah. Or relationships established or, or, or just more meaningful work. I think a lot about what could school be? What could we do if instead of uh, six hours of the four core classes, mm-hmm. you had two or three hours of learning your skills, showing mastery, and then doing projects, passion? Yeah. You don't even need grade levels. You're with a group of other peers from different age groups even who are on the same passion projects as me. Yeah. Uh, I think that kind, of, that kind of work would really ignite a lot of kids who otherwise are just kind of disconnected and doing time. I was teaching biology and I had a kid didn't do much of anything. Uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't do homework, didn't, didn't turn anything in. He just kind of sat there, mm-hmm. but he'd kill it on a test. So he had tons of zeros, but he get you know, high nineties on everything. How'd you do with that? So I struggled. Like I didn't okay. know. And so he has a failing grade, mm-hmm. you know, but he like aces in the course exam aces, the final. That's a, that's awesome. Yeah. And so that. here's the other thing about the kid is, um, he's kind of, this is back in, um, this is, you know, years ago, he was one of the first kids that had a way to copy CDs. And so he was bootlegging a lot of music. And this, he, is, this is the 90s? Yeah. So okay. he's selling CDs uh-huh. in school, like his own, like he's selling CDs like $5. Because back when they were like 15. Oh, and yeah. so he's copied them, selling for four and five. Mm-hmm. And he'd get in trouble once in a while, but he had a locker stuff. I mean, like an inventory of whatever you wanted, <laughs> man. He's like the CD dealer. And... Uh, <laughs> And so, you know, it, it comes out with a you know, failing grade. And um, Alan Meek was the principal, and he's retired now. And he called me into the office. We talk about it. And he goes, well, like, what's your goal for the kid? I was like, man, I just want him to be a, like, a great kid and, great, you know, find his passion in life. And, and he goes, well, did you want him to learn any biology? I go, yeah, of course. And he goes, well, he, he makes A's on every test he's given. And he has a great little business. He's running illegally, <laughs> bootlegging CDs. Illegally. But it seems like you did your job, man. Like, oh, he, he's nice. a great kid, and uh-huh. he's working hard. Like, and, and so you have to I – mean, it was the first time I really questioned, like, what am I – like, what's – like, he, and Alan, he's like, he's not going to grow up and be a doctor. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not like he's going to miss out on your biology information. He's, <laughs> he's going to be fine. That's pretty cool. The principal saw that, right? Yeah. Helped you through that. Yeah. That is good. So that would be a student, this uh, bootlegger, mm-hmm. who needs a, a business course instead of biology. Exactly. Let's do this legally, mm-hmm. and let's make some money. Yeah. Let's make something amazing. Yeah. Let's just make something that's valuable. Uh, and I think, I think that's a, 
that's the best part of education is when you can get kids, particularly when you get kids together and let them start making things that are valuable. Yeah. I, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm passionate about. I mean, maybe it's because I grew up playing Legos and I love building things, mm-hmm. but I think making things that are valuable, whether they're ideas or plans or writing or, or creating a, a little business there. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's meaningful work for schools. For sure. I really think so. Just the whole part of the whole thing, creating something to make the world a better place and helping them understand that it's okay to be compensated in direct with proportion with the value that you bring to the world. Mm-hmm. You bring more value. Of course you should be compensated more. So how can we bring the most of value to people's lives? So schools have all these students here who have about 10 to 20 times the amount of energy as us. Mm -hmm. That's a powerful force that we could be harnessing. It really is to, to, and and it's all about learning. But when you go out and do that kind of stuff, whether it's for me, it was bootlegging uh, Wrigley bubble gum in junior high. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so whatever it is you're doing, whether it's, it's selling or creating or, or writing or even just reading uh, in, in life, those, if those kiddos are doing that meaningful work like that Mm -hmm. uh, and creating things, I think the education, all the problems that a lot of the problems that we have are just going to minimize. Right. Uh, I think though, when we try to stick them in the, that egg carton and make them all in their little, their little carton, their little cubby and conform to that, it's just so hard. You know, we, we still have, um, and I shouldn't say this for all schools. There's some schools are way outside of this box, but for a lot of schools are still using it is for, for the employee factory hmm. where, you know, back then we really did need those kinds That's of employees, true. which is what in school is designed in some ways to say, look, don't make mistakes. Do what you're told. Mm-hmm. Don't th- you don't know. You're not reinventing the wheel. We have the wheel. We just need you to make That's the true. wheel. Like we tell you to make the wheel. Right. And, but now man, so I mean, clearly those positions are still available, mm-hmm. but outside of that, oh my gosh. You know, so we're, we're, we have these crazy, this classroom structure that we have, but when you go to work at Google, it's all about collaborating and working yeah. with each other. And none of us have the answers, but collectively we can figure this thing out. Yeah. And we just don't have a lot of opportunities in some classrooms for those moments to happen. You visit uh, quite a few schools. Yeah, I do. What are some of the, what are you seeing that are, that's like that? That's, they're doing meaningful work and pushing the envelope of, of what could happen in schools. Yeah. You know, I think that some of the most amazing things that I see really is uh, providing kids time. Like we saw where they, they sign up for it once or twice a week to have a class that they signed up for. And some teacher created for them like Mm -hmm. that genius hour approach where they, they, they go out and seek out what their passion is. And right now, because here's, here's what I love about those things is kids can, either one follow that passion and dig deeper or they find out, eh, I thought I liked it, but the more I got into it, I really don't. That's good learning. Oh my God. That's yeah. awesome. Most people do that as a career. Yeah. And they, you spend a decade and you realize, well, this is not really me. Or, yeah. I'm, I have no interest in this. <laughs> I'm miserable, <laughs> but, but I have a mortgage and a car payment and credit card. So I can't I get out. Stick in it. Yeah. But what's cool is, is, is providing kids those opportunities to dig in there and see if this is really for me as a part of who I am. Do it. Do I love it that much to keep going? It's powerful, man. Your genius hours where it's popping up right now. I mm-hmm. think that's where yeah. we're going for at this point. Yeah. And then here's the other thing about that. That is what, 
it's that is what gets kids engaged in the stuff that they have to learn, the stuff we make them learn. It's no different than a kid that plays football mm-hmm. or baseball or is in the band. That's like the whole reason there. And if it wasn't for that, right. they would be so, oh my God, they'd probably still show up for school, but be, but this is what encourages them and their friends are in there. They have relationships in there and they, they know they have to pass to stay in there. That's true. That's good. So you're seeing a lot of the genius hours show mm-hmm. up and yeah. I mean, project-based learning people are doing. Um, it, it's the For same. the most part, man, that's like a teacher-to-teacher thing. Like I, I can go yeah. into a school and walk down the hallway and see the opposite ends of the spectrum. I can see a, mm-hmm. one teacher with the worksheets and it's a sit and get and, and individual work mm-hmm. and do this is what I told you to do. Don't like, you know, but then two, two classrooms down the same subject on the same day, the same, it's a complete different lesson. Everyone's engaged or stations, kids are moving around. Kids are, are facilitating at each station, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and how those teachers are just, so much because of the way they're doing it and they've learned they've they've restructured because they used mm-hmm. to do it the old way right. but to see how passionate they are and how much they, they're re-inspired and reconnected with why they're there the teachers right yeah yeah that's true and just just see that just see if you can see the life and the sparkle in their eyes how much they love this Here's the thing, man. When like I, I, I work a lot in small towns, and I can go into small towns. I'll stop at the gas station. I'll be two seventy-year-old dudes having coffee, uh. talking about the third quarter in <laughs> of the football game that happens, you oh. know, sixty years ago or you know, fifty-five years ago. They're still yeah. talking about it because of that emotion and the mm-hmm. relationships on that field. I'm telling you, that same conversation can happen about any classroom, any class. Anything in any school, anywhere. That's very true. Well, that substitute teacher I mentioned. You're still talking about it. That's the memory I have. Yeah. I had great teachers. Great teachers. Um, So I remember their names. I kind of remember the class setting, but I don't remember much else from it. Nope. But like the substitute teacher I had, there was a, he was passionate about something. It wasn't the curriculum, sorry. (laughs) uh, But but you can do that in any, any course. Yeah. And, um, which is crazy because that's why kids are going to remember the curriculum. That's why mm-hmm. they can remember the content of whatever class it is because of the passion they're there to, to whatever the real lesson in their classroom is. Uh-huh. Like it, it might be, you know, I was talking to a teacher yesterday and they said, man, the real reason I'm here is to help my kids find their passion and pursue that, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But if a kid's going to do that, they have to see what that looks like. And that teacher's passion about history particularly uh, Texas history. Mm-hmm. So as they stand before that class, a kid might not be interested in Texas history, but they're thinking, damn, I want to feel like mm-hmm. that and look like that in my job. That's true. That's what they, and that's what they remember. Yeah. That, that feeling, but it can be applied anywhere. That's what excites me in schools, right? Is when, when the kids can see a vision of themselves in the future. Yeah. I always think about kids aren't, kids aren't learning skills in schools. They're forging an identity. Right, they're forging who they are, and the more we model who they can be, yeah. I think that's when they grab hold of of the skills that we're trying to teach. I really hope you enjoyed episode nine, the real lessons. If you enjoyed this episode 
please pass it along, share it with a friend, get passionate about what they do in the classroom and in schools, and don't forget to visit mafos.com, M-A-F-O-S-T.com, to get the daily blog in your email. You won't regret it. You'll love it. Inspirational, insanely innovative, M-A-F-O-S-T.com. Thanks again for listening. Now let's go out there and make an impact.